0: Welcome to a game from a podcast episode 12. It's July 24th, 2015, and this week Hearthstone announced the Grand Tournament. A villain for Star Wars episode 8 was possibly revealed, right? Possibly revealed. Possibly rumors. Rumors. We have a review for Dark Disciple brought to you by Ricky, right? Yeah. Here. Uh, QuakeCon is going on right now, right now, and as always, much more. Mu- yeah, much much much, much more. more. to It came from a
1: podcast where we curate pop culture for your inner geek. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, thank that's you my, so much.
0: That's my Sergio voice. Uh, that's not how I sound at all. <laughs> a little bit. I wish I sounded 40s, <laughs> 50s. Uh, thank you so much for listening in. I am Sergio. I am. And who, who's who obviously
1: you? joining you is Ricky Kasman. Yeah, Joining me is Ricky Kazman. We're drinking vanilla Coke. Vanilla Coke. Which is so good. And I haven't had it in years. So if you hear that little... <sighs> Throughout the show, it's because we're drinking vanilla Coke. Our, our We Wish sponsors... And we have these really fancy coasters, too, that you yes. bought. I don't know, where'd you, where'd you get this? I'm rich now, so I bought these $3 coasters. You know you're rich when you can drink vanilla Coke and not just
0: regular Coke. It's This is that silicone... Silicone? Silicone?
1: Silicone? The the coaster? Yeah, it's I'm really pretty good. sure this is rubber. No, 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 it says it on there. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Unless they're lying. But either way, it doesn't matter. I'll tell people what I want.
1: So... I saw, and I know. I know this is shameful, I saw Top Gun for the first time last night. Oh, what? Yeah, no, I know. I somehow oh, missed out. That movie's so quotable. Not only is it quotable,
0: but there's people who go and deeply analyze every aspect of that movie, and you can go on
1: YouTube and I looked, find these. I looked into the, as soon as I finished watching it, I went on IMDb to look at the trivia, and apparently the actual Top Gun school charges a $5 fine to anybody... Who quotes the movie while on school premises, which I thought was pretty I would, funny.
0: I, if I was there, I'd devote like maybe a $15 monthly fee to yeah, I'd, just be, I'd be it.
1: saying, like, I feel the need, the need for speed, like, all the time. Yeah. If, yeah.
0: If, uh, <laughs> but, dude, great movie. You should watch it multiple times. They're working, just so on, you can say Supposed they're working on a sequel now. I wouldn't be surprised. Having to do with drones. I think the problem is that they're doing that a lot now, where it's like they bring back Terminator, they bring back all these movies that were very iconic for that time and sometimes it just falls flat on its face.
1: Speaking of Tom Cruise, dude, like, I was looking at So Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible, came out, like, I don't know, a day ago, two days ago. It has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy. They're like on, like, what, number five, number six? I I think it's five. 96% for a sequel? That's crazy. I, no. It's, it's 19 years ago, the first movie came out. That's crazy. Yeah, that is insane. There's very few franchises that can... can Last that way? Well, 007 a little bit. People about, love those so It's thrillers. not only about lasting. It's about... Because you have movies like Resident Evil that came on coming out and they're crap. But, like, like, they're good.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Well, you know what, though? Um, it's really well thought out for, like, an action spy thriller, you know? And I think sometimes the plot is a lot of the same kind of, oh, no, our own secret um, identities. <laughs> I mean, our own secret little thing is coming after us to bite us in the ass like you know we're rebels and we're going against everything but
1: where do they get that money to do those things you know what i mean scientology money no but before we get off the subject tom cruise i'm almost positive sold his soul to the devil so i after i finished top gun i went online and i looked at the pictures of all the actors that were in the movie and what they look like today Oh yeah. They all he look like really, really old. He Yeah, he looks the same. Looks the same.
0: Yeah. It is scary. And I think he actually changed his contract so now he <laughs> doesn't have to use shoeboxes to start. Oh, he on doesn't him. have to, no, he to he doesn't get on have stuff. To, yeah, he
1: I know many movies, but specifically for that movie I was reading that he had to use because uh, his uh his co star, the the female, she was like five ten and he's like five seven, so. mm-hmm, yeah. He Had to get boxes, which I thought yeah, was exactly. And it, it's hilarious. as a short guy myself, I can relate. Well, I was gonna say, as a, if you're like your
0: your business is. Is that kind of action role? It doesn't hurt to be small. Yeah, if you're longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're going through all these wire fences made of lasers, and you know, all kinds of crazy things like this. You want to be shorter to I get in. I think from those. what I
1: understand, I think Stallone and and even Statham, I think they're pretty short guys from what I from what I gather. So. I mean, they're big on the sides. It's a, so I can become an action star if I want to. Do it, dude. Of I've course, got man. Perfect size for it. All right, and now, since we're talking about
0: uh, flops let's talk well we're not talking about flops. let's talk about a flop because
1: uh, that one's doing great in pixels uh, i man i haven't seen it yet so i don't want to form like i don't i want to formulate my own opinion but it is getting reamed on the internet sexually reamed sexually yeah, reamed on the
0: internet it's pretty bad right now and um I mean, I don't know what to say. I, you know, it looked it looked like a fun, like production value was great.
1: It looked like oh, it's gonna be one of those stupid movies that you forget. And I, I was really, man, I thought this was gonna be Adam Sandler's like return to like the no. like the Happy Gilmore Billy Madison days. Yeah, and, like, I wish, I wish. And even like like the concept, because like, so, you know, like everything, and we talked about it on the podcast. Everything eighties is like coming back, and like, yeah. so I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a hit, and apparently it's. It's just stupid. From when I, but I still want to. I still want to see it because I. Of course, I'm gonna I wanna watch formulate it my by own. other means. We're we'll <laughs> probably gonna. Watch I don't know right what, now. I don't know what you are talking about. Me oh, which I mean, I guess now that we're talking about it, we weren't gonna. We weren't. We didn't have a schedule, but we can. It's a really popular. Not not saying we use it. It's a really popular movie site called movietube.co where you can go and stream. <laughs> yeah, movies like and time, yeah, yeah, like popcorn time. Yeah, like taking down. Apparently, uh, the six big studios, Paramount, Warner Brothers, Disney, and I forget the other ones, they all got together and fought some kind of crazy lawsuit against... Uh, it's Hydra, dude. You cut one head off. <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of
0: them broke. you Trust me, it's impossible to take down.
1: And they're not. Their servers are obviously not in the U.S., so, you know, yeah. that, it's well, a Listen,
0: pop up. I feel like it's in a, like a, a legal crime... To have people out there who are paying to watch Pixels because it's <laughs> raking in a lot of money. I, I'm sure it is, kids. Yeah. It'll probably take my money. I'm going to go see it. I'm, I can't, man. I can't justify it. But I will say, um, Adam Sandler has this kind of thing going now in all his latest movies where he dresses like he just got out of bed and he gets <laughs> on set it's and they're sh-tick. like... I know, but that's what I'm saying is that that's his thing now. Only well, not now. It's been always been that kind of look where he wears <laughs> super large shirts and super big pants or whatever. And he goes his
1: little. Phone. And, oh, yeah, not, I don't know what that was, <laughs> but know. that's not. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Yeah, and you know it's sort of sad because I love Happy Gilmore. I love all those movies that he started. Like you know, he went crazy about doing back then, and now it just seems like his studios want to use him as like a, a main character in any stupid film that they feel. And then he know.
1: signed that exclusive contract with Netflix, where like his next three for movies I feel like that might have potential well but you hear there's already one of the movies the one they're filming now there's already like a lot of controversy surrounding it apparently he's trying to do some kind of like a like a blazing saddles type of um western spoof yeah but they had these apparently they had parts that were written uh, for Native Americans and they got actual Native Americans to be in the movie and they walked off set because apparently they were being very racist and stereotypical towards like Native American culture, like in like in a campy way, not like in a. So. I don't know. I mean, I, have I just, you seen Blazing Saddles? Right. The thing with Blazing Saddles is that you can't get away with that
0: now. Like that's of a course. movie, but you have to have made it in that time. Have you seen A Million Ways to Die in the? I West? have not seen it yet. Oh, dude, I, I love that movie. Some people hated it. Yeah, that's but is it racist? Is it racist? Oh, dude, there's a scene when they're talking and. You know, one—they're uh, talking to a tribe of Indians that they stumbled upon, and he knows their language. And then they start using some words like milacunis to replace, like you know, like so some of the words. It's, it's weird. It's that, not that over, that, over the top offensive, but I would still say
1: that to a certain extent. If you know, knowing what we've seen from Adam Sandler, this—I'm I'm sure this must have been like super over the top, super like bad, like because yeah, even though, like, like you said, I haven't seen the movie, but like. If they're saying things like Mila Kunis, like, even, like, you're not, you're not talking negatively about the culture per se. Supposedly, what was going on in the Netflix movie were, like, actual things being discussed or names that were, like, derogatory towards Native American culture itself. So, yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: that's a a sensitive topic, and you're going to see less of that as time goes by. It just makes sense. If you look five years back at what's going on and compare it to now, it's just so drastic already.
1: Ricky, did you see Jurassic World? We talked about it on the podcast. Um, are you not listening to our own podcast? Or paying attention while we're talking on the podcast? Well, I'm, I'm you playing, playing, sure you did. You are playing Hearthstone. Hold on, I'm almost done with this. That was a no. problem.
0: <laughs> Hold on, dude, it's my turn.
1: Yes, I saw Jurassic
0: World. <laughs> yes, I liked it. Well, the reason I asked is because it doesn't matter. Because whether you liked it or not, we're getting a sequel. Uh, Universal is set to release upon the world a sequel of... Jurassic proportions. <laughs> I see what you did there.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, hey, whoa! On June twenty second of twenty eighteen. So that's like right around the corner,
1: basically. But I, it's in just, movie like, terms, I'd say it is. I don't sometimes understand you have, like, how they don't learn. Like, if they're gonna make a sequel, this is gonna be another kind of crisis where the dinosaurs are gonna get loose and they're gonna attack. And like. Like, learn from your mistakes. You had the first incident on Isla Nublad, you had the second one on the neighboring island, and then, and then it somehow made it to San Diego, you had this one. Come on. Well, you know, enough is enough. What's funny to me is that
0: they should just start going. Um, it's too realistic, to be honest, because if something like that existed, this would happen. <laughs> People would be idiotic enough. We can make it work. I would never go to the park. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would never I wouldn't be able to go afford to it. the park. I wouldn't be able to afford it at all. Um, I pay a ton of money as it is to go just drive four hours up to Disney World and watch people in fake animal suits I the a I
1: took a little virtual tour on YouTube. One of those little, little 360 things. Yeah, that works really well, too. I, I don't need to be... Maybe VR give, give maybe me a, a VR that, helmet.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't need to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, um, whenever they're, they're giving me the an exact date like that, it always makes me wonder how they got to it. Because... I can tell you. Okay, dude,
1: tell me. <laughs> I think that... Uh, I, I half think and I half know. They have people who are analyzing all of the movies that are coming out or that are scheduled to come out that year, and they try to schedule it in a specific date where they think it'll make the most amount of revenue. That's why they have such specific dates. But it
0: seems like... You know, like, maybe give us a month or a year is fine with me. June 22nd at 7.16 p.m. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, because maybe it was someone's birthday or favorite day or randomly chosen. I don't know. I sort of hope it was something like that, but um, it, it, I'm sure it's not. Have
1: they said anything about Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas
0: Howard coming back? Uh, yes, they are on board. And Steven Spielberg will be the executive producer, which means he's going to have a part to, you know, he's going to be in, involved. I would.
1: I would love for him to...
0: To, Do write it the,
1: again? Yeah. to direct the enemy. I don't know. I feel like it's like, why wouldn't you want to? Colin, I mean, you're being involved. Colin Trevor like, I forgot how to pronounce his last name, the director. There's rumors he's he's up for episode 9 Star Wars. I think, yeah, that would so, be exciting. It's a rumor, but that'd be interesting. Because at that point, he wouldn't be able to direct this. Of course, yeah, that's
0: um, that's the thing. Well, if they hook him on to a contract or something, it might be more difficult for him to get on to anything else. But right now, there's a lot of big properties out there that people want to helm, take the helm on. You yeah. I mean, like, and if you
1: get offered Star Wars, you're not going to turn it course, down. Of course,
0: that's what I'm saying. And I, there's a, a bunch of directors out there who are yeah. probably hoping to have something to do with the Star Wars universe, especially since there's so much revenue to make. I'd, I'd do it for free. Uh, I would too. I yeah, think exactly. any of them would do it for free just exactly. because of Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's a win-win. Yeah, like yeah. You, you do something you're passionate and love, most likely, and you get paid a ton of money for.
1: While we're on the topic of Star Wars, perfect transition, uh, we're starting to get information from a galaxy far, far away on episode 8. And we haven't seen The Force Awakens yet, but we're still getting... Little things are trickling here and there. Um, there are two strong rumors about casting. One was announced a couple weeks ago. It was Donnie Yen. Have you seen Ant-Man? Yeah. Okay, well... Dude, we saw it together. I, we, oh, I What's been, wrong with I you? I must have been drunk.
0: Or i Well, song. you said you were on this row, and then I got seats <laughs> for that row, and then when I got there, yeah. you were on another Not row. Not Ant-Man. ip
1: Ant-Man? Ant-Man. The martial arts Oh, movie. yeah, and that's yeah, it. And we mean, saw I that agree. in theaters, too, yeah. and the same thing happened. You chose another row, and I went on the other row. Oops. No, but supposedly he's up for a role as a Jedi in, um in episode 8, which is crazy because he's like a crazy martial arts expert. Of so course. yeah. It's some insane. crazy aerobatic... And that's
0: what I would love to see more of. Well, that's what pro- Jedis are. They're like S- the ninjas
1: of that. Team. They hired the the choreography team from the raid oh, for The Force oh Awakens. So I love the raid We're going to so see much. some crazy, crazy stuff. I bar. want amazing lightsabers. Yeah, places. yeah. That's insane. Uh, that's we're going to see some thing. crazy... And with them choreographing and Donnie Yen, it's going to be out of hand. Yeah, that's going to be insane. And then the other rumor... Is that Benicio del Toro has been offered the lead the lead villain role in episode eight? Yeah, that's crazy. Did, did you like him in Guardians? S- s- he was like the campiest part of Guardians. And I will even, say that's what I was gonna say. Even like I've read interviews with him where like he wasn't like happy with that character because it, it felt super, it was super and cheesy super cheesy,
0: Super campy. But I think that's what they wanted him to be like that kind of alienist.
1: I he has like a. The, they've kind of been going for like smaller, more like unknown people for these movies but like he's a pretty like well-known well-established actor the good thing about him is that he can like he can like bring that like he can switch from like one like from like happy to like super menacing like I got a whim so it's like I think he's like the perfect role my own my, uh, perfect casting choice um and he has like that gravitas my main concern though is are they gonna darth maul us? so they're announcing uh, a lead villain role for episode 8 when we have kylo ren in episode 7 yeah does that mean kylo ren is gonna kick the bucket yeah, that's what or is it just gonna off, maybe. be maybe i don't know maybe well, you, you know what he has a very unique face
0: who uh del toro del toro yeah yeah, yeah. now I don't know if it's really worth covering up his face with a bunch of spikes or right. something. You know what I but mean? I, they can they go, go for the a classic,
1: face. put a hood on it, and, like, put some wrinkles or something. You know what I mean? I like, don't think so I, I don't think Kylo Ren is going to kick it in episode 7. Because he seems like he's going to be rough for a while. I'm thinking maybe he'll become kind of more of a, like an overarching kind of... And then he'll take a backseat, maybe, in episode 8. Have the tour be like... And then Kylo Ren will come back in full force yeah. with Snow I can see that. I can see that. Nine. Yeah. Sergio winter is coming winter is coming to Disney to Disney Game of Thrones writer Brian Cogman has been hired to write a live action remake of sword in the stone so
0: I am a massive fan of that I don't know about you
1: absolutely it's probably one of my favorite Disney animated movies I feel like it's one of those movies that was begging,
0: screaming for a sequel, and it never got it.
1: I mean, it could have. Cause the movie itself is based on T.H. THY Once, Once in Future King series, so we never got the, we never got the other movies. But such a classic movie. But that's what
0: I'm saying. I feel like if they they have the potential
1: here to create the entire the Once in Future King. I have a series. question for you because you have a Riley's three, right? Yeah, you have a three year old daughter. Um, is Sword of the Stone one of the, the Disney animated movies that is kind of getting lost on the newer generations? She like, saw are they saw it gone? once and it fell off. Because I don't think kids really know about it. It's kind yeah. of lost in the cracks. I think what happens is that those
0: really tell a, a fun story that is very great to watch with a family. As in, like, your dad and your mom can watch this and probably want to see where the story goes. Now we're seeing a lot of, like, have you seen Home? No. The one with the purple alien? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Oh, God, douche. Not worth it? Oh, dude, it's horrible. I can't... <laughs> Rihanna's in it, and she's, like, the main lead. Like, she just plays a little girl I feel and like, like, like
1: a little girl. I I, and... I, I, I don't really want to label it like this, but I feel like children's movies were way, oh, I guess, smarter. Yes. When, I mean, even before we were... Before our time, because a lot of these movies came out way before we were born, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. They're not. They don't make them the. I know everybody says that about, but they don't make them the way they used to. What happens is, I think back then people knew that they
0: couldn't make a cartoon like a, a, an animated film that just appealed to kids, like Snow White. Remember that was a big risk yep. on their end because they're like, no one's gonna want to see this. They didn't. And every all. That, what I was gonna say is now, like now parents all, now the parent the kids are the parents, and but right, you know, the grandparents. Right. So there's a, a story that you can show your kids and share with your kids that, you know, is something fun compared to now where you see these stories that are dumbed down for kids where parents have like these little inside jokes that they get and the kids don't, you know what I mean? So it's like sort of being sneaky.
1: I, th- I think back then it was more about the, the overall story and now it's more about they just want to get... A certain laugh in a certain scene, and that's what yeah. they're focusing on instead yeah. of like the actual
0: story. And, and we expect them all the time. We expect like you know three to five of these a year. So now people pump them out all the time, and then we have problems like planes. Remember planes? And like cars? <laughs> I, I don't remember because I didn't see it. Yeah, I saw good. cars one, and I was done. I tried. I wanted to give it a chance, I'll,
1: I'll, even though I'm not a fan of cars. I think I think Pixar though they've kind of and even, Pixar and Disney Animation now. I think they've picked it up. Where they kind of left it off back then, and I think they're yeah.
0: focusing on story again. They went from seek- up um, to like unique stories to sequel. I haven't which I seen, think was a I haven't
1: seen Inside Out yet, but I, I've heard that it's just great thing. The story's so good. I've heard great things, yeah. So now that Disney's on this uh, live action remake kick, the movie I've always said that they need to do a live action remake of is Aladdin. i I, I think it, I think that world and that story sets itself. Up perfectly for live action and then they're they they've announced that they're working on a movie called Genies, which is a live action prequel to Aladdin, obviously centered around the genie, but that movie will eventually lead into the live action Aladdin movie. Dude, I've been waiting for this
0: forever and I can't wait to see Jake Gyllenhaal as, no, as Aladdin. We, we
1: had Prince of Persia already. <laughs> we don't need it anymore. Now, here, if they make a live action Aladdin movie, or even the, the genies movie, should it be a music or no?
0: No. You don't think so? I don't want them to wreck oh, that Aladdin. Prince Ali, Ali well, I'd rather watch that at Broadway. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I want that? But I feel I've like heard the show's very good. Though. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I just Wonder, feel like head of the brother, Okay, head oh, of the boy, you're you're doing a lot of movements towards my face. You're <laughs> scaring me. a little. But um, yeah, dude, I'm a massive fan of all the music on Aladdin. But I don't
1: want to see the same movie. I do live agree. So Storm. they're making they're doing the the live action version of Beauty and the Beast now. It's a musical. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think that a live action Aladdin will lend itself to, to, to the musical aspect. Unless it's like West Side Story. How? You have to explain this one. How? How so?
0: I was gonna say West Side Story is pure cheese. Of course so if that's the way they approach Aladdin no, pure cheese no. like that like no, no. hey I'ma fight you but first let me sing this song
1: <laughs> you know like where it's like trained fighters that are extremely they, great they break out, like, out into like a Bollywood dance synchronization oh that, my god yeah. it's so Dude, bad Bollywood is massive know, with that I know
0: it's so bad that's what I'm saying like <laughs> I can see that happening I can see that in in Aladdin in, it'll be oh. cool. like hey you know why not make it a comedy <laughs>
1: It looks like NBC is prepping a modern reboot of Xeno Warrior Princess. Uh can you give I me your bigger... best give me your best Xeno scream. Ah, la, 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 la. That's pretty good. Yeah. I did not think it was gonna be that good. I, I always remember seeing it right after Hercules. Yeah. So that
0: was pretty oh, say, um Bruce Campbell was on that show. Yeah, dude. That was awesome. I used to love that I series. loved Xeno. And I loved I, that they were back and forth. Like, you know, you can watch one right after I actually that. liked I think I liked Xena more than I liked Hercules. I think I liked Hercules more because yeah. I loved the Disney Hercules. And this was, you know, I worked off
1: of... You know what I didn't realize at the, as when, at the time because I was way younger? Those shows are super cheesy. Oh, of course. And you campy. see them now? No. Wow. I did Wait, no. not realize it at the time. Yeah. Although I think I think Xena, though, in its later seasons did tread into some like, darker territory and stuff. I mean, spoiler alert, she dies at the end, so it's like... Whoa, what? Yeah.
0: I've never seen a
1: last episode. In the last episode, episode. she dies.
0: Thanks. You know, normally you give spoiler alert, and then you wait a little bit. I said spoiler alert. But you don't... (laughs) It's
1: awful, dude. Now I don't want to watch it. So, I mean, obviously because of that reason, I think she'd have to... It'd have to be a reboot, because you can't... You can bring Lucy Lawless back, but not as, you know, unless, I don't know, Hades revives... Somebody revives her. I want to see
0: her involved in some way that's... You know, maybe. I'd love her in like a. Like another.
1: If you could have had her on as like a different role, I think. Yeah. And I think you need to cast, obviously, an unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shoot it in New Zealand the same way that you shot the original. Yeah. And you know what? She has such a unique
0: look to her. Like, she really suited the Xena look. Like, she. Well, she adopted it. She became that look. Yeah, yeah. But it's so unique. It's not like it's just like a pretty face. You know what I no, mean? No, no. She, she, she looked She had like that badass, kick your ass like Yeah.
1: Yeah. I w- See, she would have been. If they would have made Batman versus Superman in the 90s she would've been a great Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. of course man she would've be, been yeah. the perfect Wonder yeah, Woman exactly um but uh producers Rob Tabert and Sam Raimi are still on board she's actually married or was married to Tabbert I don't know if they're still married oh interesting but um <laughs> yeah so I mean I'm looking forward to it I'd like to see it I, you need to, I think get rid of some of that cheese and some of that camp because it doesn't work now of course yeah but I th- do. this is don't I'm on board I'm I want to see it. Uh, I guess I'm on board too. I want to see it. Cool. <laughs> so we've got some news from the MCU and the DCU, um, Marvel Cinematic Universe and DC uh, Universe. Um, is the Boy Wonder coming to Batman v Superman? If you see the trailer, you guys know there's a shot showing Robin suit with the Joker's writing on it. I think mm-hmm. it says "Ha ha ha." The Joker. Oh on yes, 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 yes. Um, and it's alluding to that storyline where Joker kills Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. Um. So heroic Hollywood reports that we'll definitely see a Robin flashback in a scene in the movie uh, where the Joker will be responsible for his death.
0: That's great. I love I love when they throw that in cuz it makes you really understand how crazy and dark the Joker is.
1: What I, what I really want to see from that scene, if there is a flashback scene, you know how the Joker now, like the one that they have in the movie, he's like he has the tattoos and the grills and like he's all like crazy. Yeah, yeah. For that flashback yes, Joker. for that flashback scene, Give me Jared Leto playing like the classic, classic Joker yeah. before like he turned into that. Um, I would love that. I think that would be such a great take on it. It'd be a great take, and it would also, I think, it would appease a lot of the fans who are like complaining about the Joker's look now. Like if they show a scene where he looks like the Joker is supposed to look, then it'll be like, oh okay, like he turned into this because of that. Exactly. Yeah. Also, which do you think it's Jason Todd that, that died? Do you think they'll, they'll tell us which Robin it was? I, I hope that go can the be, young... It can't be Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. It has to be. I mean... I just want the young, innocent Robin to just die horribly. <laughs> just, like, getting battered with the baseball bat. And um, But supposedly, it's been reported that Eli Snyder, Zack Snyder's son, the director, yeah. will be playing Robin in the flashback scene. Ooh. So they're going with Unknown. He was, uh, he was the young Leonidas in 300. Nice. That was him. But he's older now. He's, like, 6'3". That's crazy, huh? He's super huh? built. So it'd be, it'd be crazy. And, and you can do that because it's, like... He's gonna die in the scene anyway, so it's not like you have to bring him back. So you yeah. can just—it's a cool little, little nod to. That. Dude, that's awesome. They better. I hope they. I want, us, I want, I want to. do so I want to do this. I want
0: it to be brutal.
1: And there's a rumor that there's a rumor that Jenna Malone is playing the new Robin in, in the universe, the the Carrie Kelly version of of Robin from the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So it would kind of be cool to see both yeah. Robins appear. Some. I, I. You know. I think they have to smarten
0: up and do a Batman Beyond. Did you see the oh Batman God. Beyond series? Of course, Terry. So,
1: Terry McGinnis, man. I don't know why they don't go back to that. They and revisit that. They at one at one point in time when they were when they wanted to bring Batman back to um, to the cinemas. They were. I think there's an actual. I think there's actually a Batman Beyond script written for a live action movie. But that just, would have been amazing. They just never did it. And just did you see Beyond the uh, Batman course, Beyond of course, Return of the Joker? Of course, of that course. was yeah. such an
0: interesting film yeah. to watch. And I feel like if they made a dark, It would trans. It th- would easily turn th- into a Batman. I think
1: really we we'll, I think we might see a Batman Beyond movie at some point. I guarantee you, man. If they at least Terry it, McGinnis pop up somewhere. Super interesting. Point, yeah. I, I think we'll see it. Let's hope. A new Twitter account reportedly owned by Joe and Anthony Russo, the directors of Civil War, it's been tweeting out super zoomed in pictures that many people are speculating are hints and images from Civil War, yeah. Captain America: Civil War. Um, two of those pictures in particular, they're a little suspect. They're really zoomed in. One of them looks like um, I think it's it may be our first look at Spider Man in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The first picture kind of looks like a goggle or lens system on a mask like it has some kind of shutter that opens and closes hmm. um, and then the second picture is a really zoomed in picture of like a textured like fabric and it's red and black which uh-huh. are the colors that Miles Morales Spider-Man wears in the MCU now yeah granted we're not gonna get Miles Morales but maybe we may get a hint towards him maybe or something? the new maybe the new suit will um transfer will will him. show some of that kind of influence although I didn't notice this when I was watching Daredevil my friend Jose pointed out to me that at one point in Daredevil they're talking about lawyers in House Kitchen and uh, apparently they might bring up they brought up Miles Morales' parents who are, are lawyers in, in House Kitchen so maybe that's Marvel's like, little way of of throwing miles. That's under. crazy.
0: I love I love those kind of yeah, details. That you won't that even, gets you more yeah. involved. So when you yeah. watch a movie, there's more to it than just what you're watching on the screen. You know? I would love to see a black and red suit, even if it's Peter Parker, a black and red suit. I I mean, I think they can go crazy. There's so many Spider-Man's in the Marvel Universe that they can really just take any costume and then in the movies just say, No, this is how it is. In you know, that yep. he has a different
1: suit. So I think we're gonna get some kind of maybe at D23, I think we'll get some kind of image suit Or I think it's coming, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm excited.
0: All right, so by popular demand, that's uh, uh to be exact, it's two people who message does and say, right. hey, we like it. So, two people by top, popular, popular demand. By popular demand. Yeah, we're going to go back to our new segment.
1: It's not new, any, it's not
0: new anymore. Well, it's our second anymore. It's time our old, old new segment. I think it's new until the 100th time. 100th episode. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, nay
1: or yay and why? Okay. Let's go. Ricky, you got something for us? Yeah. So, the Muppets on ABC, first look. ABC released the pitch that they used for the show, 10 minutes long. Yay or nay, Sergio? Nay. What?
0: <laughs> no, I I sadly have not been a big enough Muppets oh fan to say I love it. <sighs> Yay, I dude. Know. You know what? I feel like if I revisit all of the Muppets, I'll
1: probably is, fall for it later it on. It is a self aware adult version of the Muppets inspired by the Office and 30 Rock. See, that sounds interesting. I'll have to see it, but personally, me, I just Yay, never uh, dug I mean, the Muppets enough yeah, to go crazy. It's about gonna be good. Alright, next. Mocking Jay Part 2 of the trailer. Yay. Yay. It looks epic. Yay, yay. It yay, looks yay. epic. It's, yeah, it's gonna be good. That's it. Yay. Yeah, I mean, We're, it's pretty simple. It's, it's, gonna gonna like, it's the rest of what the first part should have been had. Yeah, Jennifer, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer it's, it's, this was gonna be more of like an urban war movie. Kind of exactly. like a Red yeah. Dawn kind of thing, so. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Next. LeBron, I can't even get through Okay, LeBron James uh, signed a TV and picture deal with Warner Brothers and then I think like last month it was reported that Warner Brothers had um, re-registered the trademark for Space Jam, so we're gonna get a Space Jam too. So if we get a Space Jam too, Sergio, yay or nay? Nay, nay. nay. Give me my Michael Jordan. Give me my Michael Agree Jordan. Agree with that one. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I'm curious as to how they do it, but that's a classic, I'm even scared to watch it now because I'm scared that if I watch it now, no, it's I've not seen gonna, it. It's like not I saw it up. two weeks ago. Literally holds up. Yeah.
0: Okay. I liked it. So I think they should bring back Michael Jordan and have him do the whole Wait, listen. I don't play basketball at all. Baseball was a mistake. And <laughs> golf and and then you, know, you like, bring in LeBron? Or did you just Yeah, have yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and that could work. I didn't think of it that way, yeah, but I was just thinking, you know, cuz the first one has Michael Jordan who says, "Hey, I don't even play basketball anymore." You know? So
1: that was the real what life kind if, of what thing to. What if it turns out that Michael Jordan is an alien? Is killed by the aliens. and LeBron James is Michael Jordan's Son, trying to avenge his father in an intergalactic basketball championship. That's cool. But
0: the Owen Wilson. That flip, would be terrible. And then it'll be great. That is the worst premise for a movie ever. But exciting. I guess. You see? See, I would eat that. Look, it's something that crazy. Because I came, up with, is is I came released, up with it. I would, I would eat because I came up with it. If something that crazy is released, people will see it. You yep. know, regardless of <laughs> how crazy and insane and bad it might it may be.
1: Next. Next. Okay. Vacation. The new vacation movie, the trailer. I want to give it a big yay because it looks so fun. I have not laughed so hard at a a movie trailer in such. It looks so ridiculous and so like out there. I'm gonna say yeah. Hey. And I feel like back then the vacation
0: movies had that thing going Correct. For them. They were hilariously Correct. fun back then. I still watch them, I'm like, oh that that's silly. You
1: know and, like I, I think the Chevy Chase and um his the the actors who played his wife, they're gonna be in the movie too. Yeah, I wouldn't I I mean what else? No they are they're in that the trailer had. for like a, yeah. a, a small yeah, yeah, sign. So. Next one. <laughs> Sony Animations is making a, an they're making an animated emoji movie. So I I'm gonna give it a big nay
0: because I'm currently working on a job where I have to create emoji, and it
1: is the most depressing thing. What do you? I'm gonna say nay first until I see anything else. But like, do you give it a like? What is it? Is, it like, is there an emoji kingdom? Like, what do you? I don't know. I don't understand where they're gonna go with it. If it's like pixels, remember what
0: uh, pixels? I haven't seen it. Based but on yeah. the short film, I didn't see it. Right. Supposedly, the short film is really good. Yeah, though. it is. It's a beautiful it. yeah. VFX piece, right? Yeah. But they're pretty much taking something that's it's just a graphic, um, you know, like the, the grumpy cat or the sad cat, whatever it is. <laughs> right, right, You know, and they made a movie about that or, like, a TV movie. It's like they're just getting memes or big trending faces or, like, you know, imagery and deciding to make a movie. Let's throw millions of dollars. I mean, dollars. You, made, you
1: made a movie out of Lego, so I guess it, it can be done. But Lego is known to have really fun stories attached to it, so... And they're making, it's like, a Mi- they're making a Minecraft movie now, too, so...
0: Yeah, but Minecraft looks great, too. Yeah. Now the thing is, how do you attach a, a fun story to emoji?
1: Uh, you come up with some kind of kingdom where you have prince emoji and he needs to do something and solve something and then far away, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Save princess emoji. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Next, <laughs> and the last one that we have on our doc, Steve Jobs, the man in the machine, new documentary coming out. Um, the director of Going Clear, which is the HBO um, Scientology documentary, trailer looks pretty intense.
0: I'm a major yay on that one. That's the kind of documentary I was expecting because people, like I told you, people think he's some kind of saint that, Mm -hmm. like, he saved the world, you know? But the thing is, he's human and he had this vision that he couldn't push unless he was, you know, a dick.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I'm going to say yay um, because I like... Same conversation we had earlier. You can't... I think somebody who's that influential has such an impact on the world and is that smart... Is gonna have some major flaws, and I think I, I want to see I want to see what made the man, you know, yeah, and, and of why course. he was the way that he was, and I want the
0: honest, blunt
1: truth. Yeah, and it, it makes you think: had he not been that way, it would
0: of course, and that's the point, though. Right, that's the right. thing that people I think forget: they think that he's just like some Gandhi for tech, you yeah. know, like, but um. It's super interesting. I've seen, like, five Steve Jobs documentaries, like, <laughs> literally five. And, you know, I, this is the one that I think I'm
1: the most it excited looks good. for. And it's almost going to be three movies, too. And the director, Going Clear, was a really good documentary, so I have, a, I have high hopes for this one. Yeah. So that's it for
0: Nay or Yay and Why. Boom. Knights of the Old Republic 2 is now available on Steam. Yay. Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited. They've updated it as well. Um, it has 37 achievements, Steam Cloud Save, so that means you can play it on multiple machines without losing your save. For real? Oh, yeah. That is important. Yeah. Of course that it is. That is yeah.
1: super important.
0: Widescreen resolution. Ooh. And support for four and five k. I don't know how they did that. Are they uprising? I don't. Know. The I have graphics? no idea. I, I need to look into that. I doesn't Five k monitor. That <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, supports for controllers as well. So Good. it's a big, a big yay, so to say. Uh, another thing is mod support, which makes it easy to add mods via. So we can make like a
1: Batman versus Superman mod. No, yeah, I mean, the,
0: there's a guy, there's a, a a mod out there which many people are suggest are, are suggesting you actually add to the game, and it's called the Sith Lords Restored Content mod. And what these guys did, they're Star Wars fans who went into the game, fixed a ton of bugs, added content, and you know, uh, pretty much fixed the game that was broken due to wow, the rush. Right, it had released right, right. earlier. It was, it was, I don't even think it was Bioware that made the second one. I think it was the. It was no, a different I, company. I, had, I completely forgot yeah. who the company was. But um, so if you guys do buy it and download it. Add that mod. It's as simple as just going to a mod page on the game and clicking subscribe, and that's it. It's installed on your on your game.
1: And also, Cold War One was re- they made a, it's really was released for mobile. There's like a mobile version. Yeah. Of it. I don't even know how it would work. I have it and I play I, it all I the time. I want to download it. It's good. I'm telling you, it's really good. Yeah, it's how it's does it work? Much, how,
0: how does it work? you have a controller. It's, so it's, how does it's pretty it work? simple. Just tap and move. Like, okay. It's and the thing is that kind of game you can play easily enough that it's not like a first person shooter where you have to react on the spot. Are the graphics the same? Or are they are they de a little bit? Or- they, they look the same and then look pretty decent for a phone cool. It, cool. it's crazy to have that big of a game on my phone yeah it's crazy yeah and it's such a i hope they bring this one on there yeah. too because i love having them on my phone I'm like oh, i'll play it right before i go to bed or something Absolutely. It's, it's hilarious so go pick it up guys um if you don't uh we will not be sponsored we'll
1: force choke you
0: oh mm, i like that we'll murder you
1: so kid robot i i love kid robot i'm a big fan i am too do you remember when they had the Kid Robot store here in Miami Beach? Yes I do. I used to go every Sunday night with my wife. I wanted to
0: always go, but each time I'd consider I was like, Well, I don't know anyone who likes these things. Should, I know call me. I'm gonna be that weird guy. that's what I didn't know though. I know. I didn't know if I was gonna go over there and just be like, Hey hey, I like Toys Too You know, like yeah. I wanna be that guy. <laughs> I like Toys Too. I never went, but um then again I'm not the biggest fan of the blind box thing to just like I to was trade. obsessed with the blind box. No, thing. I do love blind boxes as a collector, but that means I have to have them all all. Yeah, so that yeah. means you know I don't once want you, once to once you open
1: one there it goes
0: yeah eBay <laughs> exactly yeah um, so well they remember those 7 inch Mega Man figures we yeah. discussed before they're finally on sale now because I thought they were already but I, they, weren't. they weren't I'm not going to be sadly picking them up on so you're really to, you lied to us on the
1: podcast we no I they said they
0: were announced okay so now they're out, and you can literally go to KidRobot.com and pick up a Mega Man or Proto Man 7-inch figure, which I will probably eventually get when it's on sale. So go with your Mega Man helmet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that helmet, it has to go on my head when I'm working. It helps me think. <laughs> so, um, yeah, guys, I'd suggest waiting for a sale if you want a lower price because they're going currently for around forty-nine ninety-nine. dollars 99 And um, if you want to pay that, please do, okay? Support them. Support because they deserve KidRobot. Yeah, because we can't let them be overtaken by Funko. We need both of them a the, lot. We're
1: going to have the great the great Funko Kid Robot War and what, I, I of, tw- love both. of 27, 2017. I love have both. War.
0: I love both, but I cannot see a world where Funko is the only one doing vinyl. I'll say it, but I'll say
1: this. I and mean, we've had this conversation many times. Funko does not know how to do exclusives. They say they come up with an exclusive, no. and then they release different versions of it. Kid Robot knows how to do exclusives. Of course, because they don't push it to retailers
0: and like they do. that's what I think Kid Robot has over Funko. Yeah, I will say, and we I brought this up before, the problem with Funko is that like, I have, let's let's talk the Ninja Turtles, okay? Right. So, I have all the Ninja Turtles. Right. Now, they have, then they decided to create the metallic version of Raphael, right. and then the black and white version of Raphael, and then the black-white version of this, da, da, da. and then the thing is, now I'm like, okay, so now I'm looking at at least another four, and then another four more in metallic, and then they're going to do this and that. So, then at that point, I'm like that's just not there's there's not that much shelf yeah. space going you know what i mean yes they're affordable and you know what you're getting because there's no blind box attached to those that to the funk the pop line but come on dude i just i want to be able to say it's it's completed it's done and you can't agreed so i've i've I, I don't try as hard for funko right. so yeah go pick up the Mega Man <laughs> and, and proto man guys from east to west heroes are set Seeking glory in the greatest of events. There are knights on noble steeds, those who will bring them to their knees. There are monsters to test their mettle at every turn. Legends will rise based on their merits. There's even pirates riding pegasus. It's the club. On July 22nd, Blizzard hosted a Hearthstone tournament—oh, no, I'm sorry, tournament, an event. I wish it was a tournament. It would make perfect sense. In which they announced their new expansion, the Grand Tournament. The Grand Tournament. So, oddly enough, it has nothing to do with the tournament outside of the story behind the expansion. Uh Uh— You lost me. Exactly, yeah. So um, let me just give you a little bit of insight. Okay. Um, I've been waiting so long for this, and now I'm like overwhelmed and tired by the amount that they announced, which is just a lot of cards. Um, There will be over 132 new cards. It seems one of the big themes revolved uh, revolved around around the whole series will be the hero power, which they want to sort of enhance and make people use more and add to it. They also have a new keyword that's called inspired, which activates... As it activates an effect whenever you use your hero power as an example one of the revealed cards Nexus Champion I forgot I think it's Nexus Champion something right. uh, has this effect inspire at a random spell to your hand so you see what I mean like you know you want to use your spell
1: power more this feels like so much that I have to keep up with. Yes, and I think this is the that's problem they're going to see. That's what I hate about magic. And then Hearthstone started out super simple, that's and what now saying. it's turning into the same exact. The thing is, people thing. have this. I I knew this was going to happen. Uh, there's no way on earth you can keep ex- expanding a,
0: a, a you know a trading card game, even though you can't trade in this, um, <laughs> without making it more complex. Because the players, your 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 fan base, they ask. Constantly for new and more things, so there's no way you can do it without you know making it complex. Gameplay is still pretty simplistic, like you know, compared to Magic the Gathering. But at least you know they're adding content for those players, and that's a lot of.
1: How, how, are, so. how are players reacting to this? Because I know that was one of the main selling points. It's not going to be like magic. Like So how are players reacting to all this new kind of like what? things being added? And-
0: one of the things that I've been seeing negative feedback about is how Hunters, which are in a sense already very OP, right. they sort of skip a lot of the fun those, parts of the game. For those noobs of
1: you out there, OP means overpowered. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other like <laughs> level. Of, but what happens is a lot of Hunters play face hunters which means like they just their one thing is to kill you as fast as possible and just hit you in the face they don't care about what you what you do they're, they're aggressive yeah and you know it makes sense that's how you know the rules of the game you cool. want to play to win kind of thing but the problem is it's not as fun anymore because you want to come up with some cool like situations you yeah. can't do that you know so it seems hunters are getting very OP at least from the cards they revealed they didn't reveal all 132 just a handful and maybe a little more but that was a that was a, that was a big negative. Some people don't like seeing that class become more OP. They're trying to make it so they play differently, but it's not the same. Um, then the other thing is, a lot of people thought one of the biggest flaws in Hearthstone was hero powers. When I first started playing, uh, I didn't like it at all, and now I do because I associate it with the specific you know class that I'm I'm playing. But I can still see why there's a lot of an imbalance when I can do you know when I can get one armor and deal one damage to you, and you're an assassin who can have one damage for two turns. You know, like, there's yeah. always going to be a sense of unbalance, but Blizzard is sadly known for having a lot of <laughs> imbalanced games. That's why the nerfs come. Either way, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and starting next week, you can pre-purchase a 50-pack for forty nine ninety nine of cards, and it'll give you a special card back only available during that, uh, you know, situation. Whatever you want to call it. And it's set to release this August. QuakeCon is upon us again. Are you a fan of QuakeCon? You might have to tell me what it is. QuakeCon is pretty much, you know, Quake. The game? Yeah.
1: Yes. So it was made with that idea, so but it's
0: used as sort of a, like a platform for ID software, like, you know, ID, Bethesda, Bethesda, and like, you know, a bunch of other games where they celebrate that so some, some Fallout stuff, maybe? Yes, they are announcing some Fallout little details here and there. Um, we don't have all of those right now because a lot of them are being released today and some tomorrow. But anyways, uh, it started July 23rd and lasts until the 26th in Texas. And they announced the Fallout Anthology, though, which is I'm oh, wow. very excited about. So it's all of them? Yeah, so it's all of them leading up to three. And um, pretty much what happens is that it's like one of those pre-orders where you can get a little mini-nuke. Where all the games kind of come in in these, these sleeves, and you can have like the masks on there, and I don't know, it's it's a nice little fifty dollar thing that they're, they're What's doing. What's
1: it coming out for? with both platforms?
0: It's going to be on um, PC. <sighs> hey, that's that's what happens, man. I'm telling you, consoles get old. PCs always around. All right. Boring. I'm telling you, dude. Um, so, like I said, fifty bucks, September 29th. You get a mini nuke. Don't take that anywhere near an airport or anywhere because you'll end up in Guantanamo. Yeah. Don't don't. Take it outside of your room, so to speak. I sadly will not be getting it because I have all those games already. But you know what? I would see how someone could pay 50 bucks for a nuke, a cheap nuke. Don't, you know, don't use it as a nuke though. There's also a big sale going on over at Steam, GameStop, Humble Store, Amazon, and Direct 2 Drive. Um it's a QuakeCon sale that they always do. They have the Elder Scrolls series, Doom, Wolfenstein, Fallout, and more will be you know, on sale with reduced prices, of course, going throughout the event, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, I was finally able to pick up Doom 3, BFG edition. BFG stands for big effing good, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. it does. And it was six bucks. That was really cheap. Um, it comes with the first two Dooms, too, so I was having fun with that before you. You got here, okay. and if you don't have any of those, you can pick up the awesome ninety nine dollar bundle. I bought this, by the way, back like maybe like five years ago. A hundred bucks for games, but it's over thirty four games, and it's definitely worth it if you haven't played any of those. I just mentioned. want to know how effing big the gun actually is.
1: Uh, it's pretty big.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty big, at least compared to our standards. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big. So it's that time again, as always. It is time for.
1: Thing of the week! Give me a beat. I'm gonna drop a freestyle. Let's do a little freestyle. No, no, give me a real beat. Give me a real beat. Uh, dude, i Give me a beat. Okay, alright. I'm gonna do it without the beat. I'm gonna do it with the beat. wrapping up the week with the homie Sergio AM, curating pop culture if you don't know what we saying, hitting them with the knowledge that you know that will outlast if you don't know where you got it. a it came from a podcast, thing of the week thing of the week our genre has <laughs> changed thing completely the week. Uh, uh, thing of the week mic drop our, our,
0: don't drop the mic for a <laughs> our genre of podcast has changed completely just now <laughs> Um, so, before I edit that out, what is your you're thing not, of you're the even week? Of what is your thing of the week?
1: My thing of the week is Rocket League. It yes, is, as it should be. As it should be. It is a sequel to a game called Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars, which is a tongue twister. I'm glad that they made the name smaller for the sequel. It's basically soccer with cars. In an arena, there's like three, four cars going up against each other and then just trying to get the ball and the goal. It's so fun. And so addictive. It's made by a Psyonix sub-developer. And as of July 17, 2015, the game has been downloaded over 4 million times. And yeah, it's, uh, it was a free. It was free on PS4 this, this month.
0: Yeah, you know, that's why I didn't pick it up. I couldn't justify 20 bucks for a game I never heard about. Okay, it's 20, uh, $20 on Steam, right? On Steam, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's everywhere. Everyone is playing this game. This thing is very big. And I mean, I've seen videos. I spent probably like 20 minutes. Watching just videos. It's crazy
1: on Twitch right now. Like, yeah, it's everywhere. insane. It's, and it's so, so fun. fun. Yeah, it looks really fun. So, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm playing it now. I have to get around to they're it. They're gonna. I bet you anything. They're gonna make a movie based on the game. I, I can see it. I can see some uh, new, like sports car movie based on Rocket League. Watch. Well,
0: yeah. Remember, there's a bunch of like rollerball it's movies and
1: stuff like that. And
0: Rocket League I would be surprised. movie. All right, so give it a. Give Sergio, it what is your thing of the week? So my thing of the week is an Adventure Time X Motu, He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Is it He-Man or is it Masters of the Universe? It's He-Man. Masters of the Universe? No, no, no. It's, they're, they're they're together. They're one. But He-Man is sort of the one that leads them. Gotcha. But anyways, uh, robotic industries, and they normally make just, you know, really cool toys that are crazy. And um, this guy James Fre- uh, Freckingham, I hope I got that right.
1: We probably didn't. Freckingham. Freckingham. Yeah, I Freckingham. hope that's what it
0: is. Anyways, they made this awesome, awesome Adventure Time ex He-Man looking figure, and what happens is He-Man is sort of like he Finn or I don't know, I don't know, I don't want, I don't know what you want to call this. It's just, I mean, I'm gonna put the pictures on there so you can see it, okay. but pretty much. It's insanely awesome and you can't buy it. So wait, what? You can't. There's only one. And yeah. if it becomes big enough it? and people share the guy who made it. Asshole. Hey.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um yeah, guys, I'm gonna put a picture so you can see it. Please share and let you know, let's hope that this spreads enough that we can actually purchase this. Cause I'm a massive fan of venture time and a
1: massive fan of He-Man
0: and the Masters of the Universe.
1: So that's my thing of the week. Yay, thing of the week. So I wanted to close off the show with a short spoiler-free review of Dark Disciple by Christy Golden. Dark Disciple is the newest novel entry into the new Star Wars canon, and it's based off of uh, unproduced scripts from the Clone Wars series, which you still haven't watched, but you're going to run to it at some point, Sergio. Uh huh. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, I absolutely love the Clone Wars series, but there's a lot of like threads that were never tied up, and this book finally gives us closure on Asajj Ventress's storyline from the show. Asajj Ventress, for those of you who don't know, she was the apprentice of uh, Count Dooku throughout yeah. the show, and then uh, something happens that leads her to not be his apprentice anymore, and then she wants to kill him because she doesn't rebellious, like him yeah, man, it's
0: rebellious.
1: So this. um, basically to give you a little sum up or whatever. Tell us what's on the first sleeve. In a very un-Jedi-like way, the council, the Jedi Council, decides that they need to assassinate Count Dooku in order to end the Clone Wars and stop all the madness and the killing. So Obi-Wan has the idea of pairing up um, Quinlan Vos, who's this roguish kind of wild Jedi with Dooku's former Sith apprentice, Asajj Ventress, who's now a bounty hunter, Uh, in order to help him assassinate dooku um yeah for those of you who watched the show you remember voss as, as that jedi master that wild kind of crazy with the dreadlocks who comes to obi-wan's aid and attempting to capture zero the Hutt and bounty hunter and cad bane who by the way is one of the coolest characters in star wars mm-hmm. awesome bounty hunter. a romantic relationship between asaja and quinn voss develops as of course as it know? does Oh but, wow, wow. but it's still a better love story than twilight I don't know, dude. Twilight. No, I'm telling you, you don't understand. Twilight I'm, is an epic. Uh, this is this is an epic based around the force. It's a romantic epic with the force as part Listen, of it. I, I'm pretty sure everyone
0: will agree that Star Wars has nothing on Twilight. Can you imagine getting it on using the force. Exactly. Just do just, you even do, have to just, just, just think about physically it. get it on? Just at think that about point. it. Just think about
1: it. I'm thinking it hurts, <laughs> but. <laughs> The book also does a really good job of showcasing other staples of the show, such as Count Dooku, Obi-Wan, Anakin Yoda, and Miss Windu, who is a huge dick, by the way, in the book. Literally? Or like... No, not literally. He's an oh, ass. He's, he's an ass. He's okay, a huge ass in the, show, in the book. And you even get a little teenage Boba Fett. Oh, cool. Which is cool. But he's he's like not as annoying as he was on the show. Yeah. He's, he's kind of already growing into that, like... Boba Fett that we know kind of from from the from the OT, but he's still he's a teenager so there's he still has a little bit of teenage angst. Yeah. Um, you know what had me the most excited about the new novels were new stories that were going to be based around the original trilogy. Yeah. Oddly enough, so far this is my favorite out of all the books and it's technically part of the prequels. Um, it was the most fun for me to read because it really felt like it belonged like it was part of the universe and what i really appreciated is that they did some it's some major things in the book that actually impact the star wars canon so it kind of validates the books for me in a way that i know that the the books aren't just going to be throwaway stories that are not important and like they're actually going to do things that move the universe forward in the books which i think is a is a really good thing and um just some fun facts because why not? To close off why the not? show, Katie Lucas was one of the writers of the unproduced scripts, which the book was based on. She wrote the foreword for the book, and she is George Lucas' daughter. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And also, Quinlan Voss made his first appearance as an unnamed Jedi in episode one, The Phantom Menace. That's
0: crazy. I love that she's in.
1: She's the daughter. Involved? That's crazy. That she's involved? No, I was going to say that she's involved in the Star Wars universe. Star Wars yeah. universe, yeah, yeah. So, she, I mean, she, she was a writer for... For the Clone Wars series, and she wrote the four she yeah. wrote the forward for this book. So it's pretty, that's pretty. It's awesome. a really, it's actually a really cool. It's a really cool forward. She talks about, um, she talks about being on 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 set for the prequels and how cool it was, and like how her brother had like a little small role, little cameo. It's very very cool. Nice to not, the the fa- even though Lucas is not own Star Wars anymore, it's, dude. If I was that family, if, son if I was his really,
0: son, I would definitely do something major in the Star Wars or his daughter area, like she
1: is. I wouldn't what do something major for <laughs> her daughter. What? You you got what I'm saying. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, about? Dark Disciple, go pick it up. Um, we're getting closer to the journey to the Force Awakens. Uh the the next book that comes out I think is gonna be uh there's a book based on Battlefront the game and then we, we get Aftermath, which is the the big book that's in a bridge the time period between Return of the Jedi and the Force Awakens, so we're almost there.
0: Dude. Well, you know what? We're going to go into cryo slumber right now. We'll just, just gonna wake, wake up, up until
1: September 4th. Fourth we'll Friday. Back. We'll, be back. we'll see you guys in September. <laughs>
0: that's it for the week again folks thank you so much for listening in
1: once again I'm Sergio A.M. and I'm Ricky Kazman reminding you to don't watch Pixels <sighs> but what if Adam Sandler listening to our podcast you're doing you're we're gonna you're gonna alienate no, the Adam Sandler crowd no we you're not want gonna... the Adam
0: Sandler crowd the reason I don't want you to go watch Pixels is because you want to save Adam Sandler and let him know this isn't working do something better get back to your we've roots. we've
1: been trying to save Adam Sandler since like bedtime stories. dude I'm a massive fan of his old stuff
0: so do him a favor and stop supporting that film right now.
1: Now, if you want to interact with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Facebook and Google+. So check out the show description for those details as well.
0: And finally, if you want to support the podcast and help us out, the best way is to subscribe and share. You can find us on iTunes,
1: Stitcher, or just manually by adding us to your favorite podcatcher through our RSS feed. To your friends, family, enemies, personal robotic butlers, anyone you can think of, we'd really... Really appreciate it. We really would.